Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Coming up, we're going to talk about what's next for the Falcons offense. We're going to play a little game at 320. I can't wait for this game. You've got this game we're going to play. Yeah. And I can't wait. Uh, I have no idea really what to expect. All I can tell you is... It's going to be fun. Stay tuned. I'm going to make you think, Dukes. All right. I cannot wait. That's coming up 320-404-741-0929. It's our Solomon Brothers Diamond text line. Find Mark at Mark Zeno on Twitter and follow this radio show. Dukes and Bell 929. Mike's out this week. I'm at Put em Up. See Dukes in this radio show. Again, Dukes and Bell 929. The radio station is 929 The Game. Uh, and we're on the gram as well if you want to follow us there. Coming up also, we'll get to Yeah Man, No Man. I can't wait to see what Turtles got working for us. Uh, in the 4 o'clock hour, we're going to talk to Wes Durham, the voice of our Atlanta Falcons. And we'll talk to Wes also about some, some college football stuff. This portal thing, by the way, that's just bananas. Mm-hmm. I know we hear all of these great stories about all these guys transferring and ending up where they want. But I'm telling you guys, I've been talking to a lot of college coaches. There's a lot of guys stuck in the portal. There's a lot of guys that don't end up getting the deals they thought they were going to get. And you just don't hear from them. And, you know, if you're one of these star elite players that obviously is going to transfer, you're going to get that one-time transfer, and you're heading out, you're going to get, you're going to get picked up. But there are a lot of guys, you know, that like, oh, I don't like this situation. And they're in the portal, and now they're, they're searching to try to find somewhere to land. And here's the other part of this. And I was talking to a coach about this the other day. It's not like when you go on the portal and you're being recruited initially maybe out of high school and they go, yeah, we want to give you a full ride. Sometimes these guys aren't getting full rides out of the portal. They're just like, yeah, come, mm-hmm. but we'll see how this works out. I don't think people understand all the aspects of it. As a matter of fact, I don't, and I've said this. We still need more guidelines and rules to how this all works, but, man, you're seeing teams and coaches take advantage of it from a big standpoint, including Georgia Tech, who just picked up a bunch of guys. Uh, they just got Texas A&M's former quarterback. I think the kid's going to come in here and play. Can I ask an odd question about college with this eligibility thing? Because it's kind of gotten out of control a little bit. What's that? Haynes King is the kid I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. A&M. Okay, former yeah. A&M Q- yeah. QB kid. Yep. Um, you know, you see Hennon Hooker at 24, Stetson Bennett at 25. Do Older. we, like, need an age limit in college? Older guys? Like, those are kind of men playing against boys. You know, like, I, I get it's not like a college kid going to play high school football, but it seems like, you know, Van Wilder shouldn't still be hanging around college. <laughs> like, at some point in time, like, if you're 22, 23, like, you need to be done. Uh, yeah. Well, listen, you remember Chris Winkie, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's the quarterback's coach at Georgia Tech right now. Winkie was 28, for those who don't remember, and he was playing 
in college. Like, the age you enroll as a freshman. So some people, remember, Mike Anderson late. went to the military, you start late, you start Fine. late. You have a six total age year window to get out. Six years. So if you go in at 22. Then you, by, by the time you're 28, you're good. You, you but if get, you go in at 18 and you're still 27 playing college <laughs> ball, there's something wrong. Yeah, I agree with this. Like, we, we need to have an age limit for college. Like, seriously. I do. I don't disagree. I mean, seriously. I, I think part of what, what we've seen here over the last couple of years, right, was this COVID. When COVID, yeah. and it gave guys extra years to stay, yep. right? And you had a decision to make where, okay, I really didn't play well this year. This COVID thing is crazy. I'm going to come back. I get it. Everybody had an opportunity to make that decision. Mm-hmm. But for those kids who Mike uh, or uh, Zeno who had four or five years of eligibility, now all of a sudden you had six or seven. So that's why you're seeing guys stay in school. That is going to dissipate, I think, here over the next few years. I would hope so. But, but I mean, yes. Bo Nix is back again. He's been in college like nine years. <laughs> Bo Nix has been in for a long time. So you say six years? I, I just feel like it's un- there's something unequitable about a 26-year-old playing against 19-year-olds. <laughs> Huddle up. <laughs> I mean, look, if you can rent a car, Let you me should call be the playing play. college football. Yeah. Yeah, because you come into college and you sound like this. And then at 26, huddle up. There's a difference. Yeah. You know? I, I, just my thoughts. None of them ever make sense. You know that by now. Oh, I do know that. I think our audience knows that. As a matter of fact, let me tell you another one you didn't make sense on. Let's get to an NFL blues. Welcome to the NFL. And notes from around the league. This is NFL Blitz on Dukes and Bell. NFL Blitz brought to you by our friends at Priority Men's Medical Centers. Check them out at PriorityMensMedical.com. So is he good or is he not? Is he the savior or is he not? Is he going to be a franchise quarterback at some point in his career or is he not? And I'm talking about Baker Mayfield. Now, full disclosure, we were in a break yesterday and Zeno said, look, don't bet against Green Bay and specifically Aaron Rodgers at home on this in this situation on, on a Monday, Monday night. night. Yeah. And I said, ah, and he said, trust me, you were right about that. But what about Baker Mayfield? He stinks. Mm. Yeah, I mean, and and the only thing I'm saying again, after the first, what was it? We started, I think, week three or week four. After the first 13 games of his career, he had set the NFL rookie quarterback touchdown passing record with 27. He looked like he was everything. He looked like they had got their number one pick hit. Bam. Cleveland's on the right trajectory once again. They made the playoffs. Two years later, guy's been on his third team. And now he's just on the scrap heap. And he's going to be a backup quarterback the rest of his career in the NFL. All right. 12 of 21. Marcus Mariota numbers. Mm. For 111 yards. Yeah. Touchdown and a pick. Quarterback rating 67.8. I mean, terrible. Mm-hmm. He didn't give his team a chance to win. He didn't do anything that was special. The touchdown was wide open. You could have threw that touchdown. Yeah. I just think this whole notion like Baker Mayfield, he's revitalized. He's going to turn. I know who Baker Mayfield is, and this gets us back to the conversation about our guy, Desmond Ritter. Coach is going to join us at 5 o'clock here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. I'm talking about Arthur Smith, head coach of our Falcons. Guys, it don't take long. It doesn't. You knew with Lamar, you knew with Joe Burrow, you knew with Herbert, you knew with – do we need to go on? It doesn't take long when you see these guys and you go, he's got it. He may not be good, but he's going to be all right. Baker Mayfield went to what at that point was what, was a bad team with the Browns, and to your point, had a great rookie season. And you go, okay, 
but I've never believed. I've never believed because of the immaturity. And I just don't. This is supposed to be the perfect place for him with the Rams and Sean McVay. And last night, a 67 quarterback rating, 111 yards. It's terrible. Yeah, it's not what you can say. I mean, listen, he wouldn't even be there right now if Matt Stafford was healthy or John Wolford was anything serviceable at this point in time. Um, and the Rams, by the way, get eliminated from the playoffs last night. So they went from Super Bowl to not even getting in the playoffs. And, oh, by the way, you think, oh, at least we get a good draft pick. Eh, nope, that belongs to somebody else. It does. Yeah, they gave all those picks away. Blank those picks. Les Snead, blank them. Uh, We'd just... all still trade it for a Super Bowl. Don't worry about it. <laughs> oh, I would, too. We'd do the same thing. In a heartbeat. If you told me we didn't have three first-round picks over the next three years or six years or what, give me the Super Bowl. What'd you just tell me about Matthew Stafford? Well, he went on Kelly Stafford's podcast. Oh, his wife. Oh, yeah, How convenient there and confirmed he will be back next season. Okay, so he's going to come back. He might be taking a chance, guys. I'm just telling you, this injury is not its not an easy decision, I don't believe. We're talking about a back. So, again, it's not like he won't get hit or sacked. And he had arm problems, too. Didn't he did. He? he did to start the season, and, and they kind of denied it and played it off. But, okay, so he, he told his wife, basically, he's coming back on her show. All right, there it is. Yeah. I mean, I'd be more worried about his head than anything else. Matthew Stafford? Yeah. I mean, he's taken a bunch of hits over his career. And for his wife, who's... Very, very pro-concussion protocol, very anti-NFL, you know, the way they've handled concussions yeah. and everything else. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you well, saw she's it. been outspoken on a lot of things. Very much. I mean, yeah. she was in tears over watching what happened to Tua and explaining, you know, she's seen it happen to Matthew before and, you know, what happens to the, the wife or the spouse or the family on the sideline watching a lifeless body of somebody they love on a football field. Did you have to describe it that way? Lifeless body? I wanted to build the theater. <laughs> To, you know, <laughs> raise the emotional level for the audience. Okay. Well, you've done that. Jalen Hurts has a sprained shoulder, guys. It looks like it's going to be Gardner Minshew. The stash. Uh, it looks like you he's see the Eagles try to be coined. Oh, no, no. Hurts may play. Hurts may play. He still may play. Why would you play him? Seriously. Like, if he's got a sh- – uh, and he does – a sprained shoulder, why am I playing him? We need one game to clinch home field throughout. Even if you lose against Dallas on Saturday. Okay, we pumped it up. It's going to be a great game. Yeah. Now, had Dallas won that game against Jacksonville, he's got to play. This whole thing takes on a different. Yep. They got very lucky in that sense. Yep. They could thank the Jaguars, Jalen Hurts, and, and the Eagles front office could thank the Jaguars for doing that. So um, I'm curious to see how that shakes out. Here's the thing about Jalen Hurts, guys. He's ran uh, last week. He ran 17 times against the Bears. He got he got hit 13 times. 13 quarterback hits. He's the third most hit quarterback in football. You know who the first two are? Take a guess. Justin Fields. Yeah, that sounds about right. Daniel Jones. Hashtag no block. But those guys also run the ball a lot. Yeah. As quarterbacks. Are they, are they counting those hits like out of the pocket as well? Quarterback contacts okay. is what they're well, called. Yeah. Then that's a whole different conversation. Yep. That's what they're called. Yeah. But I just, I got to protect Jalen Hurts, man. If I'm the Eagles, I can't keep putting him out in those situations, especially now if he's got a sprained shoulder. Eagles are still covering this number at six. What is it? It's five and a half, six. It's been bet back down to five and a half. Okay, I was going to say, look. It, it shot up to six once the news came out. Now it's back down to five and a half. As it but, should be. Uh, I still think the Eagles are covering this number. I, I, with or without Gardner Minshew, I'm with you on this. I think either way, if, if Jalen was playing, yes, without Jalen, I agree with you. Um, I thought we were nervous to start the game. <laughs> it's Cowboys for you. Eagles need one more win to clinch. Number one seed in the NFC. Meanwhile, uh, the Rams with that loss last night, they're out of playoff contention, by the way. Four and ten. Zeno, ten losses. Most after Super Bowl winning 
uh, winning the Super Bowl since yep. 1999. The Broncos did this in 99 after they won the Super Bowl. So the Rams have a lot to, to you know, to retool. But now that you're telling me Matthew Stafford's going to be back, we'll see how that shakes out. Hey, in other news, uh, Kenny Pickett set to start against the Raiders. You like Pickett? I like what I've seen so far. I mean, they haven't asked him to do all that much, but he, he does what you want a rookie quarterback to do. Yeah. Not make too many mistakes. Keep your team in the game. Make enough plays to get your team ahead. And, and yeah, I mean, you could argue he was overdrafted at the number he was in, but he's he's done pretty well so far. He's And he's got a complement of wide receivers he's really comfortable with, too. I just wonder for Pittsburgh, what the hell happened to Najee Harris? Where'd their run game go? Mm. They're playing the Raiders. The Raiders on Christmas 25, Eve. Well, I'm sorry, 50 is a 50-year anniversary of the Immaculate Reception. This weekend? Yep. Yeah. 23rd, yeah. I, that place still amazes me, by the way. I mean, you watch it. it just, you know, how? How? Every time I've seen that play, and I've seen it just like you a thousand times, how did he catch that ball? I mean, why was he still running? <laughs> the <laughs> ball wasn't to him. Yeah. It was 15 yards <laughs> yeah. over his head. Well, back then it was run until the play is over, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. It, it's. Uh, I, I saw this big write-up um about it with franco harris and they were talking about the steelers becoming the steelers when franco harris got there and Mm -hmm. and what he meant to that team pretty pretty cool stuff man um all right i want you to hear baker mayfield talk about not having it last night we've discussed this Um, had it in like three years uh, last night wasn't the issue well last night he didn't have it he didn't have it obviously not good enough he didn't win uh I was more frustrated with how I played early on. I think there were some plays that just easy check downs when they were playing that soft coverage that uh, we got to later. Meanwhile, uh, Aaron Rodgers was talking about things looking up. The Packers guys need to finish out with wins against. <laughs> they don't have. The, this is the Dolphins, Dolphins, Vikings, Lions. I'm not worried about the division games. I think they can win the division games. I, I have real issues with this week. Uh, I was looking it up earlier because I was just handicapping the game. With the exception of the win over the Cowboys in overtime. Every single game that they've gotten down by two scores, they haven't won. Packers? They just don't have the offense. You, you keep – we've been doing this thing all year long with the Packers and with the Buccaneers because it's Aaron Rodgers and it's Tom Brady thinking that they're going to snap out of it. Like, how much longer can you keep quarterbacks at this level to not put up 25, 30 points in a game? They just don't got it. They, they, they get to, Miami can get up early by two scores. It's done. You force the Packers to chase, you're done. Mm. They've got to win out, and then they need the Seahawks to lose one of their three games yep. and, and the Commanders to lose two of their last three. Yep. It's almost impossible. But it could happen. It could. they got to get past this week, though. All right. Last but not least, Robert Sala backs Zach Wilson. I don't know if you heard these sound bites or if you saw the, 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 uh, the, the quote, but he called this the insta-coffee era for quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. And basically defended Zach Wilson by saying, listen, the kid's going to be good. We just got to give him time. And he says, and this, you know, this frustrating is that in the NFL, this new instant coffee world, we just don't want to give people time. So we look at him and we just nitpick with, with a fine-tooth comb. Okay. How much time? How much time? See, I, I'm a big believer in what he's saying. I do think that we think immediately as fans. Well, because we've seen guys do it. Right. We've right. seen Joe Burrow. We've seen guys hit Patrick Mahomes. We've seen come in and hit the and, league and get it and just set it on fire. So the tolerance for developing young quarterbacks is very, very limited. Listen, Alex Smith took seven years to develop into a quarterback that could lead a team to the playoffs on the regular. And he was on the number one overall he pick. He was a number one overall pick. Yeah. All right. We got something special for you. What's the next thing for the Falcons? We've got a game we're going to play. You can play along, too, in your car. Absolutely, and you should. We'll do it next on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game.
This is Jim Roma, the CBS The Game. Coming up, we got Yeah Man, No Man. And next hour, Wes Durham's going to join us. Uh, we'll talk to Wes about all things Falcons and some college football along the way. Are you into these bowl games, by the way, at all? Are you watching any of these bowl games? The ones I gamble on, yeah. Degenerate. Uh, are you gambling on all of them? Not all of them. Most of them? I mean, I'm not passing the Gasparilla Bowl. Okay. All right. I'm just asking. But, you know. Next up, we have the, uh, we got the, the Bo- tax, tax Slayer Gator Bowls yeah. on Zeno's uh, schedule oh, Okay, here. I was going to say the Boca Bowl tonight. Yeah. Uh, no? Not interested. I, I try to stick to the Power Five Bowls myself. Okay. It's, I'm, I'm, I'm much better at handicapping those schools. Well, I watch them a lot more. Well, that, and I also think there's just so much uncertainty with these bowls. Yeah. As to who's showing up, who's playing, and all that stuff. But, uh, yeah, I'm with you. That's why I can't wait for expanded playoffs. All right, it's Dukes and Bell. Oh, you're one of those guys, huh? I am. I love it. Uh, Mark Zeno is in for Mike Bell. We're going to play a game, all right? You can play along in your car, but it's all about where we're going with this Falcon football team. What is next? All right, Mark. What do you got? All right, Dukes, we talked yesterday uh, in trying to figure out, you know, if Desmond Ritter is the future. Uh, you know, and I asked you about – Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, Will Levis, would you take them right now over Desmond Ritter if you had a chance to draft them? You know, let's look at some of the other possibilities of the quarterback carousel from quarterbacks who are already in the league. So what I will do, and remember, the Falcons have a litany of cap space, so a trade with a big quarterback with a big cap number isn't necessarily an issue. And remember, folks, this is sort of hypothetical. It's not, you know, the reality of it isn't meant to be something that could actually happen. It's just more of measuring the comfortability you have with Desmond Ritter versus guys that are out there, right? So I will give you a quarterback, and you tell me if you would rather have him going into training camp or Desmond Ritter. All right. I got you. We'll start with the easy one. Lamar Jackson's going to be a free agent. Now, if he gets the exclusive franchise tag, it's a $40 million cap hit, $45 million cap hit. If they give him the transition tag, he can be stolen for two first-round draft picks at a much lower cap number. Which is what I would do, by the way, if I was the Ravens. Well, yeah, they would basically roll the dice and say no one's going to offer. No one has ever offered two, two first-round picks. Correct. So he's getting the lower tag. That said, if the opportunity persists to get Lamar Jackson over Desmond Ritter, you're taking Lamar. Lamar. Yeah, that's that's pretty. Lamar. It's pretty easy. Yes, and and here's why. Right, it's not just. I, I know Lamar catches a lot of crap, and I still think he's going to get his bag with with the Ravens. I do. Um, and unlike you, I do think he'll be back before the playoffs, but that's neither here nor there. His resume, his, his, his resume has already spoken enough or said enough that he's good enough to get the, the, the going rate for, for elite quarterbacks in this league. But I also think he just brings another dynamic that we just talked about, whether it's, it's Daniel Jones or Justin Fields or, or uh, Jalen Hurts. These guys that have the ability to put that extra pressure on the defense. Now, here's the thing about Lamar. He doesn't take big hits. He just doesn't. He's squirrely. He's squ- he very much is squirrely. You can talk about how much he runs and, oh, he likes to mm-hmm. run. But he doesn't take big hits. And if you don't believe me, go look at all these, these times where he's had long runs or these incredible you know breakout runs. He doesn't take big hits. He gets out of bounds. He gets down. Or you can't square up on him <clears throat> for some reason. Either way, I, I take Lamar. Yes, Lamar over Ritter right now with what I know about Ritter. To me, that's an easy one. Okay. Who's next? Guy going into the last year of his deal after this year. Tons of familiarity with Arthur Smith. Ryan Tannehill. Can't do it. After all the success he had with Arthur Smith. Can't do it. Why? He doesn't win big games. 
and he blew. Okay. Solely blew the game against the Bengals at home last year. And his idiot kicker. Okay. So here's the thing. You're telling me, and at least this is what I think you want me to believe. You put him, you reunite, reunited with Arthur Arthur Smith, Mm -hmm. and we're a playoff team because of their connection, uh, him knowing this offense. He's done it before. He's thrown over, you know, 3,000, 3,700 yards, a bunch of touchdowns. I just don't trust Ryan Tannehill. And here's the other thing, Zeno. Unlike Lamar, for me, he doesn't get the city excited. He doesn't get us excited. Wins get me excited. Wins get me excited. But I also have to have a guy that says, hey, we're going to go with this guy over that guy. And right now, I'm more excited about what I think Ritter can be than I am Ryan Tannehill currently. Okay. Next guy also, uh, who is now heading into the final year of his deal. Playing amazing football this year. Okay. Jared Goff. <sighs> and cheap, too, all things considered. $26 million. Yes, he is. That's interesting. And, and they might be able to get him for nothing because the Lions theoretically could cut him now, and save that, $21 million in cap. Well, here's the thing, though. As well as, he's pl- as, as well as he's playing and as cheap as he is, why would you, though, if you're the Lions? Well, again, right? I, I mean, if you make a trade for if, if You, you wanna, could. You could trade you for could him for, and just keep him where he is. You have the cap space to do so. But, that, but the question here, folks, is Ritter or Jared Goff? <sighs> Tougher than you'd think going into this year, that's for sure. After watching him play this year. Well, going into this season, I would have said no way. No, of course not. He's played really well. Now, seeing what the Lions have done now, let me ask you this. Is this more function of him having the right coordinator? There's not a knock on I don't know that you're going to get a better play caller in the league right now than Arthur Smith. A better schemer. Outside of Shanahan and maybe one or two other guys, Smith is in the top five. His coordinator up there, Ben Johnson, is doing an amazing job. Yeah. So, I'm just saying, he's in the right system, again, because he was with that with, with Sean McVay. And he's benefiting from it. And look at all the young playmakers he's got around him. This is what I've said about Desmond Ritter. But to answer your question, no. I'm taking Ritter over Jared Goff. Okay. Next guy's a little pricey. Still has two years left on his deal. Uh, but the, the numbers could change depending on uh, how long you want to keep him. Derek Carr. Ooh. Now, I will tell you, today on our podcast, it's called In the Huddle. You can get it wherever you get your podcast. Jason Lock, I'm for Brian Baldinger. We all chop it up. NFL, all things NFL. Mm-hmm. We talked about Derek Carr getting traded. And the reason is because with Josh McDaniels and the way this was supposed to work and all the – now, they committed some money to him, but there's an out in this contract. It's not as, as prohibitive as you might think right. with Derek Carr. And we were talking about this. This is a real possibility. And guess what? I like Carr. I think that I would. Him. I think that I would do that. I would do car. I wouldn't be mad at you either. I would do. <laughs> I would do car. I, I, I mean, I. I think the world. I think he's one of the most underrated quarterbacks in this league. I, and here's the thing, though. You know, you talk about all the other intangibles and, and the maturity level. I mean, earlier this season, this dude was crying at the podium talking about all his guys weren't buying in. You know, um, it's not always the quarterback. I want to put more of this on the coaching than I am on Derek Carr and, and the fact that they've had to win well, games the way that they've won. And remember, you know, their record is deceiving. They led. They blew four 13-point leads in the second half of games this year. That ain't on the quarterback always. So they they, they theoretically are better than what their record yeah. represents. Did you just tell me he's going to be 32 in, in, in next season? Dude, I met him when he was 10 years old. Oh. He's, he's going to be 32 in March. I don't know Which if that – does does that line up with the Falcons' timeline? 
Listen, you can play quarterback till 37 at a high level. Well, that's true. I'm not saying 45. Like I'm saying 37. You yeah. can still be really so good So if you told league. me I could get five good years I mean, Matt out Ryan of at 37 was still pretty darn good. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I agree with that. Um, it, this is not a – Chris said this is not a win-now situation for us. Chris, here's where I'm at with the Falcons. It's Dukes and Bell with Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Mark Zeno in for Mike. We're playing a game. Ritter or. These are some of the options that may be available in the offseason. We're not saying they all will be, but this is what we know right now. There is a chance that, that he's right. Lamar may become available through a transition tag. Ryan Tannehill, you trade for him. Golf, you could trade for him. Car, you could trade. Because we're going to have the financial flexibility to yeah. do it. Okay, this is where we're at right now. But this could become a win-now team and situation quickly. If you get the right quarterback, yes. That's where I'm at. So if you say, hey, we're not in that mode right now, we could be. Guys, Chuck Smith just came on here an hour ago and said, look, we've left four or five wins on the table because of silly player mistakes or idiot, you know, things that we've done in these games. And it all hasn't been coaching. It's been a guy not getting on a fumble or or a guy, you know, doing something – Fumbling at the end of a game, it's not always the coach. And I think one or two of these guys could potentially change your, your trajectory. All right. Right, here's another old guy who, who will got? be available. Who you got? Geno Smith. Ooh. I mean, three weeks ago we were saying he was having an MVP caliber season. We were. We were. Geno. I can't let Geno cook. Also 32. I can't let Geno cook. Can't let Geno cook. All right. I, I would agree with you there. That's not one. That's not a direction Although, I would Although, the real question is. I think is, he sort of caught lightning in a bottle. Well. Are they going to resign him? That's the question. Well, again, you know, it's 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 out there. All right, you ready for a little wild card here? All right, give it to me. Going to be an I, I unrestricted like this, I like free this game, agent. By the way, I like this game. Unrestricted free agent under the age of twenty-seven years old, Daniel Jones. I like Daniel Jones more now. Running quarterback, mobile the, guy, more than I have earlier in his career. Now, is that because of Brian Dable? Is because maybe he's shown me a little bit of Yeah, but see, again, I would put Dayball and, and Smith in the same cat. Like, Smith can do for Daniel Jones what? exactly what Dayball has. Yeah. That's an interesting one. Because of his age, and you could grow Very around young. him. Yep. Has he shown you enough with his arm, though? Now, I know he doesn't have anybody to throw to. I get it. Mm-hmm. Has Daniel Jones shown you enough with his arm at this point in his career, since he's been drafted, that you trust him to make those plays? This is still a vertical passing game league. Mm-hmm. He's shown you enough? Uh, Chris? No, the Giants have no skill no, position players. He has not. He's not shown you enough? No, not even with his arm? No. Now, as a total package, and you're seeing you can win that way, or the Bears are trying to win that way, the Eagles are sort of trying to win that way. You can Complete do that. Complete package. Arm alone? No. Mm. See, I want arm. I need a, I need an elite arm. That, that gets people excited, and I need a guy that can throw the ball down the field I've seen it with Lamar. I've seen it with Carr. Those are the two guys I'm taking. Golf is having a great year, though, guys, by the way. I mean. And, and guys, just, just remember this on the outside. You know, when we talk about all these quarterbacks that are in the league, remember, it's always a bird in the hand with NFL GMs. Mm. They'll always take the proven commodity. Yep. Over the, the only reason to take the young guy is salary cap flexibility, okay, and you're in a rebuild and you're willing to grow with a young player. So 99 GMs out of 100 would rather have the already bona fide league starter level guy. Yeah, who knows what he's around, doing. Knows what he's doing than have to develop a guy. It's so well, much easier. Didn't we just live this? Yeah. Isn't this why we went and got Marcus Mariota? Pretty much. Yeah. All right. Two more here. Give it to me. One, I know you're going to say no on, but I'll ask anyway, just because he was a number two overall pick and could be expendable now in Zach Wilson. No. Yeah, I didn't think so. I wouldn't either. But uh, again, 
Some of this is easy to say. If you, you know give, what? If you give Zach Wilson instead of Robert Sala, you give him Arthur Smith. Arthur Smith. You might have a different quarterback. All right, let me say this. Ritter, from a maturity standpoint, is way more mature than Zach Wilson. And we've already seen Oh, him. yeah. Well, that's yeah, that goes without saying. I mean, his choice in moms is obviously. <laughs> Come on, man. Oh, sorry. That's left. All right, here's last one. Did he really do that? I, I would assume so. I mean, wouldn't you if you were him? If you were that age? Why Mo- not? Mom's best friend? Better than man's best friend, I suppose. <laughs> Here we go. Last one. Jimmy Garoppolo. Yes. I love that you just said yes. Yes. The only reason I would say no. Injury. Yep. Injury. Garoppolo can play, man. Of course he can. Garoppolo can play. I would love Garoppolo here. I'd take him. I'd take him. That's great. I love that you did that. Yeah. I didn't, th- I didn't expect you to say yes. I thought you were going to say hell no. No. Uh, it's, and here's the thing. You talk about bad luck. It's not always his fault either. This no. dude has the worst luck, whether it was the Patriots getting hurt or now with San Francisco. And, and oh, by the way, like, like I said yesterday, you see how many teams are trying to figure out what they're doing at quarterback next year? I didn't even bring up Tampa Bay. I didn't even bring up Washington. I didn't even bring up, you know, Minnesota or New England. New Orleans. And this is why you're going to have quarterbacks at the top of that draft. Yeah. That are but you're also going to have quarterbacks that are going to be available yep. before the draft if you decide to go in that direction. Yeah. I just don't want to overpay under these circumstances. Great stuff. We'll talk more about this. You guys are more than welcome to chime in. Hit us up on social media as well. We've got Yeah Man, No Man on the way. It's Dukes and Bell. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hawks win last night. We got a poll question up at Dukes and Bell. 
What is their identity? DJ was talking about it, DeJounte Murray, and uh, we'll let you hear what he had to say coming up. Wes Durham's going to join us coming up at 420, and we'll get to some guy talk as well. And Coach Arthur Smith at 5, guys. Lots more to get to. Right now, let's get to Yeah Man, No Man. It's time for Yeah Man, No Man. Kind of makes me wonder why the hell so many people are trying to tell me to slow down. Seems like they should be shutting the hell up and enjoying the show. He's six foot one. Not really. From Florida. Kennesaw State. And gives rapid fire questions. <laughs> it's the executive producer of the Dukes and Bell Show, Bo Morgan. Brought to you by the W Sauce, America's Worcestershire Sauce. Bigger, better, bolder. Bo is out. Turtle is in as he hosts Yeah Man, No Man today. And, uh, Turtle, we were just talking about some of these quarterbacks. A lot of guys hitting us up saying, no, Jimmy G, he's too injury prone. <clears throat> we were just laying out, excuse me, Ritter or. And uh, Zeno was laying out some quarterbacks that could be on the move. When you have money to spend in the NFL, you, the can, do, is your oyster. you can do these things. And, so, oh, by the way, for as injured as he is, you want to talk? You said Duke's about guys not winning big games. Jimmy Garoppolo's won a ton of big games. No, he can play, man. Especially on the road. Yeah, I I think it's just a misnomer because we always see him go down and he's hurt. But uh, you guys can let us know. And Chris, by the way, appreciate the the comments. Chris was like, "Man, loved that segment. Loved it. We appreciate you listening, Chris." All right, what do we got? Yeah, man, no man. Well, to close out that argument, there, the Falcons' passing game or pass blocking game would need to get a whole hell of a lot better. For a guy like Jimmy G, because he can move a little bit. Well, that's yeah. true. But yeah. he's but they Jimmy are, G behind that offensive line is yeah, like a kiss of they, death. They are not. They're <laughs> so gonna just have to like make, a hospital visit waiting to happen. Yeah, wholesale changes, as they like to say. All right, guys, I've officially decided that I'm over it. Over what? The Manning cast. What? What, what they do now? Here's the thing. I'm gonna play a clip. There's too much of this going on right now in the Manning cast, plus guests that do, that I have no interest in hearing from oh. that also know nothing about football. So this is my issue. What is this guy doing? Oh, they're comparing chest hair. Can we go back to Gumby chugging out of his eyeball? That's better footage than that. I don't know. I like the nipple rub. I mean, guys, it's funny. But the reason the Manning cast is so good is because they're so good at breaking down football. I want less of that stuff and more of them actually talking about the game. And I feel like as they've gone on here over the years now, they're doing too much of that and not enough football. Yeah, man, no man. <sighs> okay. No, man. I love them, right? I love them just the way they are. I, I when, The first time I saw the Manning cast and I tweeted it out, I'm loving this because it was new and different, and I was yep. like, cool. Listen, the uniqueness of the Eli and Peyton dynamic is what makes that thing special. Um, is Chris right, though? Do they have, like, irrelevant people on all the time? That you're like, I know the game is on in the background, and maybe that's what they're looking to do, right, Zeno? They just want the game on in the background. And, oh, by the way, come into this conversation while we talk to Wonder Woman, okay? That, that may be part of this thing that makes it so cool, but Chris is right. Like the, the the hair, chest hair pulling, whatever nipple rubbing thing. I do I need all that? Listen, I enjoy the hell out of it. Uh, th there's nothing about it I don't like, and Eli is definitely the funnier Manning, for the record. 
He's absolutely funny. I never thought anybody could be funnier than Peyton until Eli came out of his shell now that he's done But are they there to be funny? Yes. That's my whole thing. They're there to entertain you. That's it. I think the best part of the broadcast is when they're actually breaking down the game. Yeah, man. Do do you want to know why Peyton has never taken an analyst job? Why? Because he doesn't want to do that for 60 minutes of a football game. Yeah, it's a lot. He he wants to sit back and just enjoy the game for what it's worth. But I'm not saying don't interject your personality throughout, but when it becomes too much of a sideshow, and too much of talking to Little Wayne about the Carter Three. I don't. I don't need to hear that. Wait, did didn't Eli rap on this thing last yeah, night? Did he? Yeah, did he? He did. I haven't seen it. Have it's, you seen it, Zeno? No. It's exactly what you think it would be. Okay, because I heard he rapped, and I was like, "What? What did he do?" And like, so I guess they did some kind of thing where he was in the studio and he wanted to show Little Wayne Wheezy uh, what what he could do. Yeah. I, listen, Eli Manning is. Hysterical. You, you know me. what the funniest bit that they've done, and it actually wasn't even on the show. It was the combine with Chad Powers thing, <laughs> at Penn State. Was that the best? Yeah. Where he shows up and they're like, "How old is this guy?" <laughs> I mean, you know, he just and he's sitting there dropping dimes forty-five yards downfield. All the other kids are like, "Damn." It was, it's basically Eli dressed up, and they yeah. don't know who they he is. They put like face makeup. Did you see right. it? Yeah, but okay. if they're but oh. if they're doing a Chad Powers skit, and Aaron Rodgers throws a seventy-five yard bomb down the field to Christian Watson, I want Peyton and Eli to explain to me why that play worked instead of you know talking about this thirty-five-year-old kid going to Penn State and trying out for the football team. Turtle's right. I mean, are you losing the analyst aspect of why they are there based on the foolishness that's going on? I don't, but again, I mean, I'm not tuning into it. You're there to watch them more than the game. Yes, because honestly, some of the Monday night games aren't very good. And here's the thing, too, and and I've said this all season long, and I'll get pushback on it. For me, I miss Buck and Aikman at 4 o'clock on Sundays. Mm. I miss them terribly. On Fox? They are so good. I I know some people don't like them. I think, you know, short of Madden, Summerall, that's the best of all time. Monday night football is bigger now because they're on it. And I'm not saying that the game – it has a bigger feel. I said this week one, didn't I, Chris? We talked about it. I tuned in to Monday Night Football on ESPN, and it was, I'm Troy. I'm Buck. He's Troy. And I was like, this feels normal. Yeah. It feels right. So, I don't know. They, just, they got bigger games on Sunday at 4 o'clock. They always got the, 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 the biggest game. Yeah. The biggest game. I mean, don't you want Buck and Aikman doing Cowboys-Eagles on Sunday? Because oh, yeah. I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm with you on that. I'm with you. Uh, I, so you're saying no, man, no problem with it. I'm saying, yeah, man, I want more analysts. Yeah, I, I agree. No problem for me. Yeah. Uh, the chest hair, nipple rubbing thing. Come on. All right, guys. I think we've hit a new low as a society with this next story. Uh, there are people calling out James Cameron for culturally appropriating certain Native American symbols and tributes in the new Avatar movie and are calling for a boycott. Oh, jeez. So, yeah, man, no, man. Oh, goodness. Do you think we've reached the point where this stuff has gone too far? When's it going to stop? First of all, it's fantasy. This is fantasy. Are we talking about blue people? This is fantasy. That's what Avatar is, right? It's blue people. Okay. And, and I didn't go. I was supposed to go. I mentioned this on the show to Mike last week or maybe two weeks ago, and then I realized, you know, my wife was like, ah, it's three hours. I'm like, three hours? And I, I fussed to complain, and then ironically, um, I was out Friday, and we were going to go Saturday, and, and we ended up changing the movie time. So I think we're going sometime, I don't know, in the next week or so. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Here's the point. I want to see it. I'm an Avatar fan, the original, the first one. 
I think he's got two more, Chris, that are coming out, if I'm right, between now and, like, 2026 or whatever. Some of this stuff got pushed back because of COVID. Mark, my biggest thing is too damn sensitive, man. Everywhere. Everybody is just too damn sensitive. We ain't happy if we ain't bitching. And, 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 and I think if you've got time to complain about, you know, Avatar, which is just that, Avatar, you, you come on. Find time to do something constructive. I just don't see why you would even complain. Get a life. Why you would even complain <laughs> about something that is complete fantasy. It just is. And if anything. So when you, can I ask a clarification? Oh, sure. Because you used a term that went over my head a little bit. Cultural appropriation. <laughs> what, yeah. what, what, what is it? Can you explain that in layman's it, terms? It means basically. We can't make fun of blue people for being blue? No. It oh. basically means that if. If somebody is of a certain race, religion, culture, but they try to act as if they belong to a different one by using phrases, terms, dress, gotcha. haircut that belong. So who to are the a blue people culture? in Avatar trying to be? Native Americans, apparently. Oh. Okay. Oh. Right. Did you tie that together? Because I didn't. I don't. I, I. I. Listen. You know, there used to be a football team that was a color red. These people are blue, so I don't understand how we get from red being bad for Native Americans to now blue being bad. Yeah. Yeah. Those, those are opposite colors. Well, it's they? everything. It's their the way that they did the hair in the movie and the, the oh, so jewelry can have a ponytail? and the it's makeup. CGI, I, folks. I know. I'm just hey. I'm just like these actors are dressed up for hours at a time every day to, to shoot these scenes on a blue screen. Are you serious? It's not like they're on a native piece of land that really exists. <sighs> James Cameron catching heat. Yeah, Cultural appropriation. I, 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 no, yeah. no, man, for me. I, I, we got to stop being sensitive. No. We, we got, we got, this, it's gone too, that's just gone too far. I mean, next it's we're going to find something wrong with Aquaman for cultural appropriation. It's, it's, a, it's a movie. Fish are going to be offended. Exactly. All right. Well, <laughs> you know what's never offensive? By the way, this show on, this show on uh, Amazon Prime. With the superheroes that are bad, have you seen? No, this? I haven't. Really? Oh, oh the boys. The boys is. Oh, I might be a great show. Now you got to watch that because there's a reference where the fish may be bad, and the guy in there that <laughs> basically plays like Aquaman. You got to watch it. It's unbelievable. Go ahead, Chris. All right. As always, we are brought to you by the W Sauce, America's Worcestershire sauce, bigger, better, bolder, and now spicier with the Fireshire sauce. And go online to thegeorgiahempcompany.com, and you could save 10% off your next order with code SQUIDBILLY10. Now, Turtle, hit Chris's music. People are upset at Brandon Frazier for his new movie. It's called The Well. You guys seen this? Plays a obese guy in this movie. It's getting rave reviews from people who are saying this may be the best Brandon Frazier acting that we've ever seen. Better than Bedazzled? Well, listen, he, he may be a for, for an Oscar, but people are offended it's that George he's playing the jungle this, for me. That this, uh, this overweight guy. If you've not seen this, call the whale. Go check out the, uh, the trailer. Like, Brandon Frazier is one of those actors in Hollywood. He's in like a ton of things. It's, it's almost like he gets like a Nicolas Cage rap. He's in like a ton of things, but like he's not very good. Well, and that's what they're saying about this. That's what they're talking about. Well, he could use the Quentin Tarantino treatment where the, you bring him back out of obscurity like he did for Travolta and Pulp Fiction. Something like that. Yeah. I guess. He's making a comeback. That's what they're calling it. New movie. Uh, a drama is why he's getting so, so, so much... Uh, Claim. All right, we got to get get going here. We're going to talk more about what's going on with the dogs. Why is this team different this year? This is a different team. And I'm not talking about what you think I'm talking about. I'm going to explain when we come back on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. 
You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t